Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, it's an oldie but a goodie, guys. <laughs> you got a fast car. Fast enough, we can fly away. We gotta make a decision. Leave tonight, live and die this way. Man, all right. Can I just say real fast? I almost broke up with my boyfriend over the weekend because he hates Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Hello, wow. my name is Jackie Zabrowski, and I don't know if I can date my boyfriend anymore. I'm Marcus Parks, and I kind of sort of agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Molly Neffel, and I think that we can have... People that we love can have horrible opinions. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> horrible. Horrible opinions. I played it for him. We were in the car, and I was singing it, and I'm really getting it into it. Where it's like, and I, yeah, had a feeling that I belong. And I looked at him, I was like, why aren't you singing with such gusto? And he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I really hate this fucking song. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Uh, what if, what if, what does any normal person do? I burst into tears. <laughs> As one should. That makes me normal. I think that um I think that that is the you've got to you can't change yourself for someone, you know? You're right. And I appreciate that he told me the truth. And I appreciate that after 45 more minutes of listening to Tracy Chapman that I forced him to do, he still did not like Tracy Chapman, <laughs> but at least he gave it a shot. Oh, so yeah, so there's this artist. Yeah, she's got this one song that everybody loves, and you know, it's really popular. And you know, it's pretty much like the ultimate song by this artist. Ah, you know what? Actually, I hate that song. Well, why don't you try the rest of her stuff? Why don't you try the deep Well, yeah, I know you, you hate her, her most popular song. You, know, you really hate it, but why, why don't you just take a deep dive into the rest of the catalog? <laughs> just try it on for size. Sometimes you find something you like. I understand. It is a uniquely unpleasant experience to be in the car listening to music that you are so excited to be listening to and you know that the other person in the car with you who you love does not care about the music. It's, it's a real bummer. It's a huge bummer, yeah. And I completely get it. That's why it's exactly like how Henry and I talk. We have our dad rock together. And so Natalie's not interested. Jeff is not interested. So we will always go see people like Elton John together. And yeah. we will cry. And we will drink. And we will sing. And we'll have have a great time because you know what I don't want someone that's not gonna have a great time <laughs> <laughs> I agree I agree completely you can't share everything with your partner and that's okay you can be two separate people but also speaking of Elton John did you guys see the teaser trailer for Rocket Man I saw a little bit of it this morning how do you feel about it it looks uh fine will you describe it to me I have not seen it um, I would say fantastical. <laughs> I would say that I am proud of Taron Egerton for, I believe that he is singing the music in it. He looks fantastic. It's about like the rise of Elton John. He's killing it looks wise for sure. And I'm worried that it's going to be the kind of situation that I just want it to be good so badly that I, I will not, until I see further evidence, I will not say that it's not going to be good. 
Is it going to, it looks like it's going to be one of the, like, it's going to be super cute, right? Like, it's going to be fantastical and it's not going to be an actual biopic. It's going to be more like a dream of Elton John. I think that they're, they are going to get into the nitty gritty of the beginning part of his, you know, it's like when he was married to a woman and going through all that. I'm pretty sure they're bringing all of that kind of stuff into it. So I am excited about it. And I just love the song Rocket Man. And in the teaser, they do the really slow from the beginning of Benny and the Jets. They go the dun, and then they give you a small scene. Dun, then give you a small scene. Dun, and I'm just like, Benny and the Jets! <laughs> Benny and the Jets! I just love Elton John so much. Did you guys see the picture of um, the little teaser picture of Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers? Did I? I'm still, I'm still Captain Crank about it. I'm not. I'm I'm skeptical, but I do think that he looks very good. He looks so perfect. He looks like one of the old men. You know when old men laugh? And they laugh with their whole body. And you can just see in this picture that that's what Tom Hanks does. Because he's pure. <laughs> he and really he's does. America. He looks more like, he, he, he looks more, not only physically, but like in his face with his emotions, he looks more like Fred Rogers than I thought was possible. So I will admit that something magic is going on with the acting there. With his little shoes and his little cardigan. And he's so cute. I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. We're all going to cry our buns off. Yeah, and as long you know, I, I, they, they, you know, they made. Don't you be my? Won't you be my neighbor? Don't you? Don't you be my? Don't neighbor. you be, don't you my, be neighbor. my neighbor? Oh, you get out of here! Don't you be my neighbor? Coming around here telling me where my magnolia tree can and cannot be, getting into my chocolates that have been sent to me in the mail. Don't you be my neighbor? <laughs> so I guess as long as there is, won't you be my neighbor? If you need your real Mister Rogers fix, you can just go and watch that and just weep and weep and weep, and then. If you need your Tom Hanks fix combined with a little Mr. Rogers spritz on top, you can go have your Fred Rogers biopic. I'm going to watch the hell out of it. Have you seen Won't You Be My Neighbor, Marcus? Not yet. I haven't gotten around to it. I'm afraid of how it's going to make me feel. It will make you feel. It will definitely make you feel, especially going into it being like, all right, what scandal is it? It's like, oh, no, it's just a feel-good story. Oh, I know. I I know it's a very good feel. But you know how sometimes, like, you're not ready to feel good. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. All the time. I yeah. understand. <laughs> That's why uh, the other night I watched Blue Valentine alone. Why? Why? Do you remember Blue Valentine? Never watched it. No. It's it, they. I think that they just put it on Netflix. It is. It's from 2011. It's Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling. And you it was, talked about this in in 2011. I, I, think. <laughs> I know because I saw it then and I haven't seen it since. And I was like, I remember this was upsetting. Hey, why don't I put this on for size? And then just six hours, because I was also packing, and I'm going open up all these boxes that I haven't looked at since I moved from New York, and I'm going through all these things, and I'm just like, <laughs> love doesn't exist, <laughs> and people in time grow, and no matter how happy you are, it's going to go away. And it's a very real portrait of... The uh, the beginning of a relationship and the end of a relationship when people, it's like all the things you love about somebody that eventually you just learn to hate and all the hope that was there turns into just failure. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like broken glass in your mouth. <laughs> Watch Will You Be My Neighbor, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> It'll put a nice comfort to you. I watch as your joy turns to ashes in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it felt like my mouth was filled with ashes. And the whole thing is that the, the director put them, made them like between like set, they recorded the beginning part of their relationship. They, and then they were supposed to age six years. So he made them live together for like three months in a house and like actually just coexist together. So by the end of it, so the end of part of their relationship, none of it was written. They were just given intentions for every scene. Holy shit. So they did, and also it was like six months after Heath Ledger passed. So Michelle Williams was all fucked up and Ryan Gosling was really there for her, but she also didn't want him to be there for her. So it brought up all this shit in the movie. I don't... I think it's cool that we do this to actors. Like, <laughs> your, your husband just died. Now live in a house with a man and think about all your emotions about relationships. Use it. 
<laughs> yeah, use and then they and then you know Michelle Williams seems fine, but then when they have a hard time with drugs or sadness, we're like, oh, <laughs> oops. oh man, you can't handle it, huh? Yeah, right. Oh, you can't handle it. Oh, poor crybaby actually can't handle oh. it. Well, Michelle Williams did just secretly get remarried, so I am proud of her. Good for her. Yeah, she uh, lives kind of near me, so we're basically neighbors. Oh, oh my god! Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm always assuming that I'll like see her being a normal person in the neighborhood, but I don't think she is a normal. They're person. just like us. Maybe she drinks mangaritas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see her on her stoop drinking a mangarita. <laughs> Man, I had the most failure of trying to ice someone the other day. I was so excited, and I iced my friend. I was just like, you just got iced! And um, it was a friend of mine that does not listen to the show and is not aware of a lot of other things. And um, she's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, you got... And I explained it. She's like, "I, but why? And I was like, just give me the ice! Ice myself! Oh. Ice backs! I ice backed myself, and then I drank the ice. You drank the ice? Yeah, but it felt tainted. How was the ice taste-wise? Does it still taste like Skittles? Yes. Did it taste like bitter ashes in your mouth? It was bitter ashes in my mouth. (laughs) Guys, I'm having a rough week. There's a lot of transition happening in my life, and my brother's getting married, and I'm going to cry for the next two weeks. True. I love that you watched Blue Valentine on the eve of your brother's wedding. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, um, it's a really good movie. That's it. That's all I've got to say. I think you guys should watch it if you want to cry. I had a really hard time for my wedding. Uh, my wedding dance party playlist was like very easy and fun collaboration to make with like all of the greatest hits. But I also wanted I had like a playlist for like when people were just like hanging out and getting food and stuff like when it wasn't going to be dancing. And I was like, OK, I need to make a list of my favorite love songs. All of my love songs are sad. Yeah. Every single one. And it was very hard to come up with a list of happy love songs that aren't about breaking up. Yeah. Most of the best love love songs are horrifically sad. Yeah. Yeah, think about your broken heart. Think about it again. How about three minutes later? Think about it one more time. You know, it's even the the fast love songs sometimes are are the saddest as well. Because then it's just like, I just want to dance until my heart stops. At least I'm not having as bad of a week as Lindsay Lohan is having. So Lindsay, we got that going for us. Lindsay Lohan. Whole, explain to me what the, what this is. Yeah, I, this I, is fun. I, I, have not, uh, I have not seen the extent of this story yet. She got slapped. Bitch got slapped. See, the thing and is... And deserved is it. I don't know... All right, so Marcus, so the whole setup of this, it's, it was an Instagram Live that Lindsay Lohan was doing. She was following a family... Oh yeah, that's the she, best part. She got slapped live. Ooh. Oh yeah, baby. She was following a family because she believed that the family was uh, sex trafficking the children that they were with. She had no reason to believe this. Oh. A Syrian family. Uh, yes. And she, I, they, she just for some reason, thought that the children were being human trafficked. Where was she? London. In Moscow. Moscow. I'm so wrong. Hmm. Seems like someone's doing a little winter yachting. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's some cold yachting, girl. <laughs> we got enough vodka for you. Man, I bet she's probably she's going to wake up next to that vodka-soaked dancing bear. Remember the one from Roundtable? I remember that. So she was in um she was in Moscow because she'd just come from Paris for, uh, from Fashion Week. And she had hopped out of the car that she was in to approach this family that were just walking down the street. Just a normal family. Yeah. Yes. And she she immediately, she started off with saying like, hey, everyone. I can't even do the fake um, Arabic accent that she was doing because problematic. <laughs> hey, everyone. I just wanted to show you a family that I met. A Syrian refugee family that I'm really worried about. They really need help. She's just following this family down the street. But the thing is that intermittently, she's speaking in between Arabic and English in a very heavy accented English as well. Very deep. And I think that she's trying to sound as if she is Arabic. Uh-huh. And she's screaming at them as they're walking down the street. Long story short, eventually the mother turns around, starts screaming at her, fucking pops her in the face. And then she, <laughs> she's the on the ground. Yeah, she's on the ground and she points the camera at herself. She drops the accent and she's like, I'm really scared. I'm really <laughs> scared about what just happened. Those boys have to get in my car. 
but the thing is, is that, of course, hearing this story, it's like, Lindsay Lohan's a fucking monster. She is, she, but I really think that she's, like, off her rocker. Yeah. I, I think it's way, be, I mean, we, we've said this in the past, and, uh, but um, it's, 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 she looks deranged. Yeah, this is tough because ordinarily I wouldn't root for somebody. I wouldn't root against somebody who so clearly like definitely needs help. I just feel like the satisfaction of, you know, of a of the mom being like, "Get the fuck out of my face" and punching her is is so, hilarious. It's so I mean, good. it's great because also if I was a mom being followed, I would do the same fucking thing. Like, yeah, Get the fuck out and of my people face. are assuming that you're that you're human trafficking your children. Like, so it's I definitely am rooting for the mom, but right, that that all said, something is not right with Lindsay Lohan and and that's that's probably not her fault. Because it's like I feel like there's a lot of things that we haven't been covering on page 7, but I've been following Lindsay Lohan pretty closely like you know I, I don't I mean if you guys caught on the internet what the kids have been talking about where she was doing that insane dance at her like at Mykono, her Mykonos club that everyone like took and made into a bunch of memes because she also looks like she's pilled out of her fucking brain dude yeah. and like that was just also like ah Lindsay Lohan look at her and Mykonos having a fucking time about it but um yeah she's uh really lost it I'm worried she's gonna get killed on a yacht I am very concerned that she's going to get killed on a yacht. Because remember those blind items that we were talking about where she's like stealing jewelry from the wealthy UAE clients that she has? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, those guys don't fuck around. No, man, and that's the thing is I really feel like I don't know if we have enough time in 2018, but I'm definitely slapping it on a 2019. She's on the fucking death list, man. I'm worried that she is going to... uh, her time will end too soon. I think she's been on our death list for a long time. I was gonna though, say she's been, she? there. she's been there before, right? Yeah, and yeah. this year really hasn't. There hasn't been really. Have there been any surprises this year? Because like Burt Reynolds was the last one, but that was not a surprise in any way. Yeah, that was no, just like no, a graceful yeah. exit. Yeah, that was just yeah, like an old, old. an old man died. Yeah, <laughs> he was old. But because like the thing is that she really thought she was saving these children. Yeah, like, I really think she truly thought that, and um. And because even afterwards, she's not like, she's apologizing for what happened, but she's like, I was trying to stand up for these children when no one else would. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's rough. I, yeah. It's rough that like, now that I'm in my early 30s, it's weird. The weird thing is that you realize that like other people can be like, you're, we're not like, we're literally not young people, like anymore, such that like, like White House administration officials are our age, right? Yeah. And... Like thinking about Lindsay Lohan, who I'm pretty sure is my age. Um, maybe she's your yeah, age. I think Jackie. she's. she's th- I believe she's 36. Oh, so she's older than me. Oh, so, so she's, she's my your age. age. Yeah, yeah, she's a little bit older than us. And it's like I feel like the kind of antics of being like all druggy and stuff. Like when you're in your 20s, it's kind of like oh, you're a child star and you're all druggy, and it's like you're having a hard time. And then I, I feel like. Uh, there's just something about being in your mid 30s when kind of things are a li- you're kind of supposed to slow down a little bit. If it's mm. getting worse at that point, it becomes like real kind of red alert, alarming stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, it's death watch. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's real scary. And uh, I mean, and we're coming up on the Mean Girls anniversary date or whatever, the October third. So maybe she's just having you know scary times because she realizes she's getting older. Maybe that's what it is. Guys, it can't just be the pills and the yachting and the jewels and the booze, right? <laughs> no, she's just having a midlife crisis. <laughs> she's just like us. <laughs> <laughs> How did she end up in the UAE? Uh, she just started, the wealthy uh, businessmen started calling her up and uh-huh. offering her large sums of money to go on yachts and have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Yachting. Just like many of the uh, many of the others. Just like many of us deal with our midlife crisis <laughs> as well. Man, I wish, please, someone invite me onto a yacht. I will go yachting. I don't know if I would. Really? Well, I don't know if I would. It sounds weird. I mean, it's definitely weird, and it's definitely... I mean, you have to consent for it to be okay. I'm not yeah. going to force you to go yachting. Is it? Is it sex work, or is it, it like, is. Yeah. It, like no, yeah. explicit sex? It's explicit. So yeah, yachting yeah. is a uh, definite term for uh, paying a somewhat famous person to have sex with you. It's not just like 
or not it's just esc- it's not escorting or is it like it is, i don't know i mean if, es- kind of. i don't yeah. know if, or if escort if, if if those are a distinction without a difference uh, escort can mean both like escort can mean that you know just kind of hanging out having company uh-huh. but uh, most of the time escort work it's pretty under like the line between escort work and sex work is a uh, razor thin uh-huh. gotcha. yeah yeah yeah, speaking of this conversation, did you see the lineup of who's on Dancing with the Stars Juniors, Molly? Yeah. Can we please talk about Dancing with the Stars Juniors? My friend JT from So You Think You Can Dance the Next Generation is there. He's a little tiny guy who likes to pogo stick, and he's so cute, and he's partnered with a girl skateboarder. That's not dancing. That's pogoing. Pogoing is a whole different thing. He likes to dance. It's just a hobby that we learned about on Dancing with the Stars, that he's really good at pogo sticking. He can pogo stick like 500 times in a row. Anybody can pogo stick. I can fucking pogo stick. Give me a pogo stick. I'll fucking do it. Pogo Put sticking is harder than you'd think. I I can pogo stick, but it is. I had to learn it. I actually weirdly cannot ride a bike. I can't ride on roller skates or roller blades, but I can use a pogo stick. Yeah. Interesting fact about me. Don't sell yourself short. It's a skill. I. It's pretty. You know. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's not too bad. I'm pretty good at it. I haven't done it in maybe 20 years, but I think, you know what? I say we have a pogo off. Get this kid from Dancing with the Stars. Let's go at it. I'm ready to do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd pogo stick right now. Who are some of the other little children on Dancing with the Stars? Jesus. Makes me very angry. Very, very mad. I don't want to watch any of these children dance. I you don't want to watch Honey Boo Boo dance? Honey Boo Boo's there. <sighs> I, you know I love Honey Boo Boo, but did you see the weird video of her over the weekend? She was at some sort of county fair, and she slapped a wrestler in the face. Yeah, girl, you get it. You get it, girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a slap I can root for. <laughs> Giddy up them larynxes, because no one wants to use their indoor voices. We use our our voices to up the ears of every little trash panda can snacking cause we loud and we proud and we got things to run about scream about and while I'm screaming and yelling away the demons inside of my brain I wear outdoor voices bendy breathy clothes because they make clothes to sweat in I'm scared those chipmunks back to their mommies with my ferociously sweaty vigor Outdoor Voices believes that harder, faster, stronger is not necessarily always better, so they design gear for doing things, being active, and having fun! I also read that in a Cosmo about smangin', and that makes me love Outdoor Voices even more. I've definitely had a smang or eight while still wearing the bra I got from them because they help keep my chest mountains high and tight and begging to be princed upon. Come on over here, dear. I want to get them hooves a-dancing. Outdoor Voices makes products available for both men and women, and there's free shipping and hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied. Now, I was beyond completely satisfied with my wares, and their bra-slash-crop tops cover enough and are stylish enough to wear as a shirt. And yes, I am scared to free my belly into the world, but I've been trying, and my belly loves it. It needs the air on its belly face. But yes, it is still scary, but yes, I still do it. Thank you, Outdoor Voices! And remember, it's more about getting out there and trying instead of setting a record. Ain't about popping one out. It's about the torquing journey, so we may as well have a smile about with it. This sounds like I'm getting into Kama Sutra, but I'm not. But I do kind of wish I had the patience for it. For 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash page 7 and enter promo code page 7. That's 20% off your first order of $100 or more by visiting OutdoorVoices.com slash page 7 and using promo code page 7. Let's get prancy with it. I love Honey Boo Boo, but I just feel like it's a lot of... I don't think... I think what aggravated me so much, and the reason why I am talking about this today, is that children of celebrities should not be included in this if they have not done anything themselves. Agreed. Right? And who are the children of celebrities that are included? You've got, uh, you've got Stevie Wonder's son, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's his son. Stevie Wonder's son, Man- uh, Mandla Morris. I guess that he is... Um, 
He's uh, well, it says he's bringing his dad's musical skills to the ballroom, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I, for some reason, that just really, really made me very angry. We've also got, well, yeah, we've got the skateboarder, but you know what? Go for her. She's, she's killing it. And that, they, I actually like the team that you were talking about. I'm going to end up watching this fucking show, and it makes me so mad just because I hate it so much. It's the only reason why I want to watch it. Well, speaking of Stevie Wonder, actually, the boy that Honey Boo Boo is dancing with is blind. Interesting. <laughs> blind ballroom dancing. Interesting. How? How is he going to catch her? They say they found, formed a special bond. I mean that is awesome. Actually, yeah. that's really fucking cool. I'm th- that's that is he. All right, you know what? I take it back. That's a, that's fucking great. Good for him. The thing about kids' competition shows, and you know this from Master Chef Junior, is that the kids are so good to each other, and it's really nice to watch kids' competition right. shows because they're always like, "I need help. I'm not going to finish in time." And then like all the other kids are like, "I'll help you," and it's like <laughs> just melts your cold dead heart, you know. But the thing is, I like the baking of Master Chef Junior. I like that talent. There's something just about like it's like when I go see my niece's dancing recital. I feel weirded out watching little girls in short. Outfits covered in makeup, grab it on their cooch. It doesn't have to be that you're watching the particularly creepy way that for some reason dance studios teach girls to dance, uh, which is why I quit dancing. But there was humping. Yes, I watched my young niece hump, and I don't need to see that. But so you think you can dance the next generation, which is not famous people, it's just kids who are really fucking good dancers. That was just kids who are really fucking good dancers, and it's not like creepy girl dance recital dancing it's like acts like all like there was a tap dancer there's like you know hip-hop dancers and break dancers and and jt the kid i like is like a ballroom dancer and they're just little kids who are just really like actually fucking good at dancing and then they do like broadway songs and they do one of them did a you not like this marcus i don't think but it was a tap dance to uh we will rock you (laughs) Ah. <laughs> ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to sell you on it, but that show was fucking great. Dancing with the Stars, I've never watched because the whole premise to me is stupid. But with children there, I just think that it is, I think that it's going to be less creepy than the dancer titles you describe, which I agree are creepy as hell. This is amazing. You know who is one of the kids? Trip Johnston. This, yes. Bristol Palin's son. No. Bristol the fucking trip. Remember? The trip. Son. The trip. Wow. <laughs> yes. This is, that was at the end of the list. I was like, of course they saved that for the end of the list. <laughs> Bristol Palin's son. Yeah. The yeah. one that, isn't that the son that was like born like in the midst of all? Illegitimate. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. That kid's what? Probably nine now. Eight, nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because that was what? Ten. Yeah. Ten actually. Oh shit, 10. But it yeah, also made me realize how old we yeah, are. Yeah, because that was like 2008. We are old. Christ. Yeah. It's 10 years since 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was a de- that was a decade ago. So yeah, that, that kid is now on um, Dancing with the Stars and welcome to your deeper dive into our modern dystopia. Well, yeah. you know, I'm yep, going to yep. give Trip Johnson a chance. Maybe he's going to be different than his mother and his grandmother. It's he possible. looks nice. I'm sure I he really is. like his purple oh, suspenders. He's cute. He's, he's very got, cute. Yeah, he looks nice. Oh, well, I'm rooting for you, Trip. And then you can really just maybe take a couple steps away from the political ideology that you come from. But you do your dancing, and I'm not going to hold your family against you. At least he's able to dance. Yeah, that's just dance. a kid. Well, I didn't know Bristol Palin is on Dancing with the Stars regular. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that either. (laughs) See, that's the... (laughs) I'll rehabilitate Trip any day. I'm not going to rehabilitate Bristol. I just feel like what makes me upset about this, where it's like the dancer with it, or the the, so so they think these kids are going to dance on the stage. That's fine, because these are just kids that like to dance. These are all rich kids that are like... It's like Scottie Pippen's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Which... I'm, I'm not saying that the, that the little girl can't dance. I'm just saying that she grew up really rich and now she gets to dance in front of millions of people. And as a child, I'd be upset about it. Yeah, I hear you. Being in general, even so you think you can dance, made me a little bit nervous because like anytime kids are famous, the possibility for it to go wrong is just so ever-present. Pretty you know? high. And so yeah. 
it does make me nervous anytime there is like a vehicle to showcase kids talent even though sometimes it really is just like isn't it cool that these kids are so talented but then it can get weird and yeah i mean it's certainly not like kids fault if they're like the children of rich people or people no. with weird politics but like it is not, maybe probably we shouldn't just have be creating a kind of like elite class of like <laughs> an super elite children. class of dancers <laughs> an elite class of dancers yes but by audition yes. not by yeah but right. not by how much money you have this isn't scientology yeah but i am interested to kind of see the remember addison from master chef junior the one that won like the spunky little one that was from like chicago and she always had the backwards cap on yes i do remember her she's dancing oh I guess that's fine, but take her out of the shackles of these tiny little dresses. Yeah, and again, I do worry about the pressure. You know, even I love the kids' cooking competition shows because they all help each other, but I don't like that they eliminate the kids. Just let them all stay, for fuck's sake. I just feel like I look at all of these children's pictures and I just hear, I've got a castle on a <laughs> I like to go there in my sleep. <laughs> little fucking orphan girls. Crying at all is not allowed. Not in my castle on a cloud. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Whatever happened to Mrs. Hannigan? Does she go to jail for child maltreatment? Yeah. In what? Annie. In Annie, because it's oh. like because like it's like the whole song is like it's a hard knock life for us. It's like instead of kisses, we get kicked mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's like she gets put in jail, right? How does Annie end? I've never seen Annie. I know nothing really about Annie. Yeah, I don't think anyone goes to jail at the end I don't of Annie. Think anyone goes to jail either, unfortunately. <laughs> Send yeah. this to jail. In the perfect world, maybe Daddy Warbucks would go to jail. You know, he's definitely a war profiteer. But uh, mm. was he really war profiteer, or was Warbucks just like that was just a name? I think that was his name because he was a war profiteer. I think because, he was a weapons manufacturer. Mm. But, but doesn't he buy Annie in the end? He, he does, does buy Annie. He does buy the child. <laughs> At the end, no one goes to jail, and the small red-headed girl disappeared forever. I don't know if they, like, updated the new the new Annie, which I have not seen, but which um, uh, I, like, my, some of my, at one of my schools, they did musicals, and we watched the, like, Hard Knock Life version from 2014, and they had, like, updated it to be, instead of an orphanage, like a foster home, um, and so I don't know if they updated other things, like the adult who neglects the children gets you know flagged by ACS or something I'm not sure if they did those updates um it's a good question hmm, it seems like you've unfairly pegged daddy ward bucks because after world war one he became a philanthropist as his fortune had been built to 10 zillion dollars zillion dollars <laughs> was his fortune built by weapons manufacturing uh well for world war one but you know on the on the side of the the good on the side of the allies of the wars that is an okay war to war profiteer for mm-hmm. and world war two as well and he always leaves an IOU when he raids Annie's piggy bank. Ew. What? Ew. Why is, that what is he raiding Annie's so piggy bank sexual. for? <laughs> you watch out, little girl. I know I bought you, but it's time to raid your piggy bank. Uh, don't worry. I'm going to leave an IOU for you. No, Daddy Cash that in anytime. He's richer than God. <laughs> what is he going into the kid's piggy bank for? Uh, because occasionally he is reduced to poverty. It seems like he's got a bit of a, like a rubber band. A gambling problem? <laughs> yeah, I think it's gambling problem. Sounds like problem. he's got a horrific gambling problem. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that was only met, remedied when Vietnam rolled around. <laughs> and then that's when his you know, fortunes popped up We again. need to start another war. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're going to be going on to South America. <laughs> Dwight Eisenhower naming the military industrial complex has been da- bad for business. <laughs> Get to Korea. Was Daddy Warbucks ever played by Patrick Stewart? Or am I just making that up? Making that up. Oh, it sucks. I think it's just because I was watching Logan over the weekend. I, I did uh, it. Maybe that's why you're so sad. I've heard that Logan is devastating. Logan is very, very sad. And uh, Patrick Stewart's really good in it. That had a good child actress in it. Brava. Um, but also uh, Hugh Jackman. Good gravy. You want to bang you him? imagine? So Hugh Jackman has played Wolverine for what? 20-something years at this point? Yeah, thereabouts. Since uh, high school. And he gets to be 
Wolverine that you wanted to, like, I've always wanted to bang Wolverine. And at the end of the day, after all these years of being Wolverine, he still has to go home to his wife and <laughs> lie about being a heterosexual. You're Wolverine. Live your own life, man. Everyone's scared of you and wants to fuck you. Have we ever considered that Hugh Jackman maybe likes both girls and boys? That this has been in a conversation that we've been having in my house all the last few days, and uh, Caroline actually comes down on the side of a uh, bisexual. Yeah, maybe he is happy sexually with his wife. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I really, really hope so. But also happy with his longtime man companion. He's got a manion. Yo, he's had a manion for years. Is it his like cockpit lover? As I think it, I think it's I think it's pronounced commanion. I don't oh. think it's just manion. <laughs> commanion. Yeah, but I imagine he goes banana. <laughs> I just imagine a minion with a huge cock. <laughs> Give me a manion. <laughs> yeah, shut your eye. Just shut that eye. Don't look at me. <laughs> I guess pull, minions pull, are a little pull. bit phallic, aren't they? They look more like big turds to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they're more like jelly beans. Uh-huh. I guess it's like a clit thing, but I don't think it is. I think they're just like jelly beans. Hmm. I think I just like jelly beans, and I like minions because they're cute. They are cute. They are cute. I went down a uh, a weird, a very rough hole yesterday. I did not ask him if I could talk about this, but I think it's fine. You know, our friend, a good friend, Craig, who was also um, one of the stars of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell with Henry on Adult Swim. And he has been doing this thing on Instagram that every day for it's been about a year and a half that he does Instagram stories. And he's been doing the song, oh, the girls are calling, the girls are calling, woohoo. Yeah, the girls are calling, the girls are calling, woohoo. But for a year and a half, every single day. He has been singing this song in many different ways to the point that he goes now through like month-long segments that are almost as if they are long sketches of what is happening. Right now he's at the Girls Are Calling, the Girls Are Calling Wahelness Retreat for his mind, body, and soul. And this is after a fake child wrote in to say how much he loved the Girls Are Calling Woohoo network that he created inside of his brain and that the child wrote him about how much he loved him and wanted to meet him. Child, He goes, quote unquote, to India to meet said child. Child dies. He has to go to his funeral and that's why he has to go to the Girls Are Calling Woohoo Wahelness <laughs> retreat for his mind, body, and soul. But this has been a year and a half of me watching it and I haven't said it aloud to anyone. He does it. His name is Craig Rowan and he is one of the funniest people I've ever met met and if you will sit and watch I did it for about an hour yesterday of watching over a year and a half's worth because I've been watching it pretty much every way every day and have not said it to anyone you know you follow people like that on Instagram where you're like is anyone else aware of how amazing and weird this is yeah so I just wanted to throw that out there because it's really really fucking funny and I think that I'm worried that his wife might leave him for it. <laughs> but it's very well crafted. I did the same thing while I was watching like one of those DIY hack videos the other day about taking old underpants, putting them around your breasts, and putting a string through the crotch hole up over your neck, and then putting the string underneath around the sides of your breasts and tying it in the back to make your old underwear into a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're getting into hobo chic now. That's what, that's what you're doing. No, I... I you're wearing your old underwear. It. You're wearing garbage. That's, good. that's garbage fashion. Wait a minute, no, wait a minute. <laughs> How many holes are there and where? Your arms go through the leg holes? You, you, no, you, you just lay it atop your chest. And so the crotch part is up by the nape of your neck. And so you put a string over it so it's like a halter top. Uh -huh. You exit around your back. And then it goes up through where like your like the hip part of your underpants are. So the open big open hole is at the bottom underneath your breasts. Uh huh. It's so you not put it through those pieces. Yeah, it's like an, an on like a bikini or something. Okay. And then you wear your old underpants as, <laughs> a, shirt. as, as, a, as a halter top, basically. It's garbage. You're wearing trash. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, <laughs> old underwear. I by the, by the time I decide I can't wear underwear anymore, it has been through the ringer. You yeah, know? that's what I mean. Like it's absolute. You're you're wearing garbage. <laughs> I feel like I wear my underwear until it's like, well, that's just down around my knees. Can't get like it won't stay up anymore. I yeah. guess maybe or should I keep them just in case? And then like I have like a whole half of a drawer filled with my just in case underwear for what? What am, what am I worried is gonna happen? I keep my just in case underwear too, and I. Just just like it's interesting you say it like three days ago i was like i gotta get rid of this this is like a symbolic thing i gotta shed this weight yeah i wear underwear until the uh what is it the band rips off well i'll be pulling it on one day and it just rips off and even then i only throw it away when the band rips completely off if it's still <laughs> half off then it's still good then it's still fine because <laughs> why gets- get rid of it yeah that means if it if the band's only half off that means it's still got about four more wears yeah, I know. I completely, I completely understand because it's at the, at the same time. It's like, who sees it? Your yeah. partner? Yeah, eh. yeah. They're gonna fuck you no matter what. It's true, but isn't the whole point of queer eye that we owe it to our partners to take mild care of each other and not wear our interesting yes. uh, disintegrating interesting. underpants? Well, you know, that's the thing is that she never sees me in my underpants. If I got my underpants on, that means I got my pants on. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if I don't have my underpants, yeah, it's and so when I get home, it's like fucking my pajama pants go on with no underpants. Ah, uh, oh, uh-huh. so, so your underpants and your pants are a twofer. Yeah, my under yeah, my underpants and my pants like those that's those two things are like glued together. Uh-huh, I so hear you. it's just for me underwear is just an out and about thing. When I'm in the house. <laughs> Hell yeah, good for you. I'm yeah. proud of you. Thank you. I usually I usually got something on, you know. I'm a clothed person. I wish. I want to be a nakey. When do we get what what age do you become a nakey? You know, I've actually gotten less nakey as I've gotten older. Really? Yeah. I think I think it's like how you can just taste cilantro or you can't, you know? Like I think some people are just nakey. Like some people like want to sleep naked. It seems weird, not I do. weird in a judgmental way. Uh it physically I don't want that. It's physically uncomfortable for me to wear any clothes at all while I'm sleeping. Really? Very much so, yeah. And I think that is just such an individual thing where it's like, I need something to taping down my breasts. And most people are like, how do you sleep in like jogging bras? Like, if I don't, they get all they get all sore and wobbly. Oh, I hate sleeping. One of the things that I resent most about breastfeeding is that I like have to, like I don't anymore, but at the beginning I had to like sleep in bras and I was like, oh, I'm so depressed about this. I definitely will not wear bras sleeping. Why well, we all have different preferences. Isn't See, that this is nice, guys. This is good. We have to you know what? Open communication is key to building friendships. <laughs> We're still learning about each other all these years in. That's Isn't right. that nice? I mean, also, we did learn about a big thing over the weekend, guys, because Bish got cupped. Goopers. Gwyneth Paltrow got married. Gwyneth Paltrow got married. That's what happened. Goop. Goop got cupped. Bitch got cupped. And uh, I am, you know what? Weirdly happy for her. You mean, when you say cup, do you mean like, isn't consciously cupped? Consciously coupled. <laughs> Thank you for understanding what I mean. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada who? Eric Estrada from Chips. That is the first line in Mandy, and you guys gotta go see Mandy. Does this have anything to do with this ad? Yes, as a matter of fact, it does, because finding the right fragrance of Nick Cage is like falling in love with Nick Cage all over again. Do your loins curdle for his smell and face off? Try a family man Nick Cage scent, because Fleur is bringing the loin feelings back into fragrance, and I can't wait to make H on Nick Cage's revenge blood-soaked bones. You can get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. If you like what you hear and see, odds are you'll like the scent. I know that Nick Cage did not expect bees in Wicker Man, and maybe that's why he was so angry. You gotta get what you want, which is why you can actually try Fleur's scents on your own skin at your own place and pace. Not the bees! Oh God, not the bees! Each Fleur scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life. And because all that matters is what you like, their scents are gender-free. So don't worry, Nick Cage. If Rosie Perez gets all Rosie Perez on you after winning the lottery, y'all can share scents and still make H on Bridget Fonda, smelling like a newly rich cop rock star. The best part? 
Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. So, let's change that line in Con Air, because there are two people I trust. One of them's me, and the other is definitely Fleur. Man, convicts on a plane know smelling good. That is not true, but man do I love a musk. I'm still riding high on my Hepcat train smell-wise, and I want to say I don't do it all for the nookie, but we know that is another lie. It's a kind of scent that I can walk past Nick Cage in a casino and get his attention because I smell like a woodsy, hot, sexy star. And when we catch eyes, I can grab his crotch and say, isn't this the only snake guy that counts? I won't get arrested, I promise. Fleur creates sustainably crafted award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. Because you'll be seeing a lot of changes around here. Papa's got a brand new bag! Because then I went down, I went down like an insane goop hole of reading about conscious coupling. All right. I was like, okay, so she's got this thing. So what is conscious coupling? And conscious coupling is essentially what I feel like we didn't really get into when she got unconsciously uncoupled. Consciously uncoupled. Consciously uncoupled. Unconsciously. Unconsciously Yeah. He just popped her in the face. Like, (laughs) I'm out, bitch. Um, What I think. uh, So essentially it's that like. People think that you should be, monogamy is an old school idea because we lived a lot less, younger. We died faster. Uh-huh. We died younger. Got you. We lived a lot less. We lived a lot less. And that like, so when you uh, agree that like, oh, we have both grown and moved on and are different people. So you, so you part ways because we were not meant to live this long. Uh-huh. And it's why you shouldn't have one partner for your entire life. That's what they meant when they said consciously uncoupled. Yes. But then conscious coupling is essentially just like, make sure you fuck. And I know that that is in so many words, but essentially it's make sure you fuck. And I hear you loud and clear. I'll cut. All these are fine ideas. It's just that some of Gwyneth Paltrow's ideas are fine. It's just that she has to be so pretentious about it. It's like, listen... Put on some face cream, you know, but don't pretend like you're the first person to think of it. Yeah, like, but Molly, she's so pretty. She is very pretty. I, you know, she's seeped with the eyes of a dead rat. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I got. That's what I have. I, I think it's bad. more of a dead lizard, though, isn't it? Because of her, they're on... Opposite right. sides of her head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking more of Cameron Diaz's breasts. Those are her guana breasts. But also, she was the one that Cameron Diaz went, uh, she went to, Goop turned to Cameron Diaz for wedding advice, and Cameron Diaz was just like, have fun! Which I didn't know that they were really great friends. So <laughs> Maybe it's because their eyes and their boobs have so much in common. I think you're really right. But also, Apple has grown up, and she's a very attractive young lady now. Yeah, she's cute. She's gotten better looking. She's a cute kid. I think her face got bigger. She kind of grew into her. Gwyneth she grew Paltrow. into it. Yeah, she grew into the rest of it. But um, she. Yeah. It seems like I feel like it was one of those things too, where Gwyneth Paltrow is like, "This is a super secret wedding," and then like, "Oops, blink, blink, wink, wink." Someone found out about it. Wink, wink. Jerry Seinfeld did the rehearsal dinner. Wink, wink. It's like okay. You wanted everyone to know you were getting married, but you didn't want everyone to know you got married. Everyone knew you were getting married. Why are her and Jerry Seinfeld friends? Yeah, seriously. That feels like a real throwback. Yeah. I know he is doing stuff now still, but there's something about her relationship to Jerry Seinfeld that makes me feel like it's stuck in the 90s. Why? Where were they hanging out? I I mean, I guess rich people just end up hanging out together no matter what. I think that is what it is. In their, like, L.A. homes? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Those those Hollywood nights. <laughs> Her dude is pretty hot, and I feel like um, 
I mean, she's still very high and tight, I guess. Yes. He's like, he's one of the co-creators of American Horror Story, and he's like a writer on it, too. He's also American Crime Story and Glee and uh, and Pose. So it's like this dude, you know, don't need the money. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I know that dude you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, he's kind of cutie. He's good. Yeah. Wow. I think I'm happy for him. This is uh, this is what she said on why she was ready to tie the knot. I've decided to give it a go again, not only because I believe I've found the man I was meant to be with, but because I have accepted the soul-stretching, pattern-breaking opportunities that terrifyingly are made possible by intimacy. Just Jesus be like, Christ. I like it. You know, just <laughs> I like him. I, I got like cupped, him. bitches. I got cupped. That's what it should have said. Yeah, she's just too pretentious. It's like, do your goop blog about how hard it is to be a mother who has a million amounts of money and... A million nannies and be like, oh, I'm a mom. I had to put sliced apples in a bag for my child and like do it. But like, just don't act like you're so pretentious. Yes. And that I mean, and that's what essentially what she's saying that this is like the first adult relationship she's ever been in. It just sounded like Chris Martin wouldn't fuck her, would only fuck other people. It's really what it sounds like. Well, Mm. she was always out of Chris Martin's league. And I still don't understand that relationship. Yeah. Chris Martin's a dumbo head. Although, you know what? I was listening to, what is it? The political scientist. What is it? The, the Like that old X and Y, like the old school Coldplay the other day. I did it. You I've did been it? having a week. I've been having a week. You have been having you a have week. I've been having a week it listening sounds... to Coldplay, watching Blue Valentine. Yeah, was yep. it all yellow? Yeah, it was. Uh. No, I was thinking, I was listening to the like, Lights will guide you home. You don't remember that song? No. I will try <laughs> to fix you. I want to be fixed. Someone <laughs> fix me. But that's why I also did watch Mandy two more times this week. So. Uh, got to see Mandy finally. What'd you think? It's Dude. so good. Dude. Tell me about Mandy. Oh, it's a it's a revenge flick. Uh, like I, I, it's got Nicolas Cage in it. It's okay. visually beautiful. Uh, it's a heartrending. It's a fucking. It's violent. So violent. Oh my uh, god, it's violent. And also, but it's also. Beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Be- hauntingly beautiful film. Interesting. I, yeah. I've seen it now three times, and my favorite part is that you have so many questions after you watch it, and none of them ever get answered. It's a it's a great movie to like watch with someone and then like talk about it. Like, what? Holy shit! What did you think? Like, what? What do you think about this part and that part? Like, it's it's really cool. And Nick Cage is there. Nick Dude. Cage is the main character. Interesting. Yeah. He is so good at it. And also, He's did you know he it. was supposed to play the cult leader? Yeah. He was uh-huh. originally, like, he was supposed, it was written for him to be the cult leader, but he wanted to play Red instead. And I'm really fucking glad he did. Yeah. Because if he would have played the cult leader, then it would have been like, oh, okay, Nicolas Cage be Nicolas Nick Cage. Cage. Uh-huh. Another Nick Cage movie. Who gives a shit? But with him as the hero, it's fucking awesome. All right. You definitely sold me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch it. It's fucking, I mean, it's brutal. It's Woo. really, really brutal. Woo. Uh, but it's fucking great. Woo. How do I watch it? Uh, it's like, uh, you can get on like Apple TV or uh, whatever. Okay. I got it on Google Play. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just ended up buying it because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep watching this. So Yeah, we ended up buying it too. Yeah, let's just have it. I think it's a great late night movie where you're just a little too stoned to just be like, because that was what I was, I was like, well, the first time I saw it, I was like, blitzed out of my gourd. It's like, maybe that's why I didn't get everything that was happening. No, Stone Cold Sober last night when I watched it, so. Yeah, I was Stone Cold Sober when I saw it too, and it, it was still fucking yeah, 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 yeah. and how about cheddar goblin oh cheddar goblin's a bit you'll love cheddar goblin <laughs> you're gonna love cheddar goblin now we have a cheddar goblin in our home oh that's sweet our friend shane who built cheddar goblin who killed it 
I mean, yeah. Cheddar Goblin is amazing. But that is really the fulcrum of the movie. We won't get into it too far. Molly should watch it. <laughs> Everyone at home, please watch it. You can get it. You can rent it on streaming or buy it because you might want to watch it more than once. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. You might want to watch it again just to see like what you missed the first time. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a really good endorsement. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a great movie. It's I, I'd put it up up near that. You know what else is really great? The Predator. The new one? The new one. It's fucking awesome. Hell yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's fun and it's stupid and it's great. There's nothing else to it. That's just what we need. Yeah, that's just what we need. It's fun, great, stupid, awesome. And also, we are recording on October 1st. Guys, welcome to Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 I already started watching my scary movies over the weekend. I watched The Sacrament again. Half to see it. It is so good. And then I also watched Trick or Treat for the first time. Oh, Sacrament's fucking great. The sacrament is great to the point that it's like you can't even really have sex after you watch the sacrament. Like you need some time. But trick or treat is a lot of fun. I haven't seen trick or treat. I thought it was just going to be a humdrum blow, Joe, but mm-hmm. it really wasn't. It was a uh, it, it, uh, it had topsy turvies that I did not expect, and uh. it was fun. And it's an hour and twenty minutes long. Between the, the classics, if you know how I've been going on my classics every year, if I am going to choose between, I did Halloween, like between you know Chucky and Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday the Thirteenth and those ones. Where should I start? Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Dude, Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. counts as in that classic. Hellraiser is without a doubt in the classics. Yeah, okay. Hellraiser. You got to like Hellraiser one and two. What's his name? Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, yeah, Pinhead. No, I was thinking of the other Cenobite. Oh, the ay, other Chompers. Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Yeah, Chatterbox. I don't know why I said Chompers. Chompers. It is. I mean, it is sexy. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, as much as, as sexy as a skinned person can be, uh, maybe sexual. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, sexual. Yeah, it's very sexual. S and M type, uh, type of stuff like pain. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah pain is pleasure. Yeah, that whole thing. But it's really good. Yeah, it's it, it might great. creep you out though. It'll creep you. Oh, it'll creep the fuck out of you. But the first two are like you can watch those two and you can be fine. All right. Yeah, start on the uh, go down the Hellraiser hole. There's always Wishmaster. It's on HBO. Ah, what daddy on wishes? All right, it's time for uh, the list. Uh, ah, who's, who's on, on the list? list? Marcus, gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. I guess it's appropriate to bring up the horror movies and such as celebrities who've had ghost encounters. Ooh, <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Kate Hudson see, says that her mom can see dead people. Believe it. Both her and her mom can both see. They can Ooh. both see spirits. They seem like spirit people. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the, the spirit of Goldie Hawn's old lips come out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was big enough. Um, but I would think, yeah. I mean, Goldie Hawn's seen some shit in her day. Yeah. Oh, Kate Hudson's so beautiful. She's all pregnant right now, and she's so beautiful. I, I've always had such a crush on Kate Hudson. Yeah, she's real pretty. Jessica Alba said that she had a good... I mean, her, th- she had sleep paralysis when she was a kid, pretty much, and no one told her what it is. Oh, Jessica Alba did? Mm-hmm. Why? Was she seeing the man in the hat? Her ghost encounter, she's like, I, I felt a pressure. I couldn't get up. I couldn't scream. I couldn't do anything. Uh, and then she said she finally like got up and ran and screamed. And it's like, oh, you, that's sleep paralysis. Yeah, that is. Someone yeah. needs to just tell you what that is. <laughs> honey, yeah, that's not a ghost. <laughs> I'm not going to call her honey, though. <laughs> yeah, no. But at the same time, sleep paralysis is terrifying. Yes, very much so. Have you guys, you, I mean, I know I've talked about it on here, but also The Nightmare is still on Netflix, and you guys should watch it if you haven't seen it. Oh, yes. Yes, very good. Yeah, I've been having real good, yeah, I've been having real good dreams about, uh, well, I guess I can't talk about what exactly it is I've been having dreams about, because it very much relates to the episode that we're going to be doing on Last Podcast on the Left this week, but uh-huh. once that comes around, I'll be sure to tell everyone about the horrifying, terrifying dreams that I've been having. I can only imagine. Yep. I've been having a lot of stress dreams. You know, it's like when you have dreams about like, it's like, oh, I made a really big mistake, Mm -hmm. like in very different ways in my life. And I keep waking up with that guilt, awful, hating myself feeling. And it's like, but I didn't. I didn't make any mistakes. Everything is okay. Yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, Claudia Schiffer. 
Said that there are ghosts in her house. Uh, Emma Stone said that she talks to her grandfather a lot, who's dead. She's just trying to be quirky. Yeah, she I, is trying to be quirky. I don't know. I, you she's, know what? I've really fl- I've, I'm a flip flopper on Emma Stone. I know this is a horrible thing to say. I think I'm a flip flopper. I tried to watch Maniac. I think I'm a flip flopper. Yeah, I don't like her because my husband thinks she's cute. Well, I asked him, "Who do you think is hot? Who's famous?" And he said Emma Stone. And now I'm like, I hate her. I'll agree. I'll agree with him on that one. She is hot. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, she's super hot. She's hot, but oh, yeah. like she, like you said, Jay, she's hot and like a quirky, which is good. <laughs> I, you know, we. I know quirky. it's good. I know it's good, but I completely understand, Molly. Good I get for that same quirky. Thing. Yeah. No, I get the same thing. That's why I'm scared of watching The Craft this year. Too quirky? No, no, no. I just know that my dude's just like, yeah, the girl's from the craft. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm doing all I can. Yep. Uh, but this is a list that I did not think was going to bring out so many emotions in Ooh. all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got another one? No, it's really, no, it's just bubbling a lot of things up here. <laughs> a, lot all, of, a lot of things are bubbling to the surface here. All of our issues. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because we're recording on a Monday, and because, guys, Ugh. do we hate, hate Mondays? Mondays. Garfield! <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for Blind Item. Ah, we, we can't, can't see Because I want to move on to this. I've only got one, but I think this is one that might make you happy. Might it, was especially, a it might especially make Make you happy, Jackie. Yum, 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 yum. Look for this reforming band to go in an entirely different direction for their reboot. It is a permanent A-list group that might be replacing the A-plus list male with an A-plus list female. Think in about- sync. No. I don't know if they're no. A-plus anymore. Think about your dad rock. Okay, my dad rock. Think about your dad rock. Think, okay. think, about, think about the biggest dad rock star to die in the last year. In the last year, Dad Rock. Dad Rock started dying. Yeah. 70s. Big like huge in the 70s, but it was still big in the 80s and the 90s. Who died this year? So Marcus, so hard, it's Monday. So hard Give to remember hits. who died. He's, he was he was living, yeah, living like a <laughs> re- refugee <laughs> topic. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I feel great. Um, wait, who's who are they replacing him with? Well, there are two possibilities right now. Uh, the the first one, let, let's just say that it might be a little crazy on them <laughs> to choose this one. Janis Joplin's dead. <laughs> crazy on you. Exactly. And Wilson from Heart. Oh, I was thinking of Janis Joplin. No, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, but you sang a, that is a hard song, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. I was thinking it was Janis Joplin because um, <laughs> Monday the song came up probably 15 years after Janis Joplin died. But I think that that would be fun. But the other one, but the other one is one that you really might enjoy because she is on tour right now, but has been having a bit of trouble. With her main band, but of course she's kind of always had trouble with her main band. Mariah Carey? No. <laughs> Someone from the 70s. Stevie Nicks? Stevie Nicks! Hey! So we could possibly have Tom Petty's band and Stevie Nicks touring together soon. Wow, that would be the first good thing to happen this year. <laughs> Except for Mandy. Except but for Mandy. But you haven't seen Mandy yet. Yes, but I believe you. I mean, I did see them because they performed all the time together. I saw them uh, at Bonnaroo years and years ago when they both performed together, and it's fucking amazing because they did. They had that whole album together. Oh my god, that would be great! I would watch the fuck out of that. And I'm so mad that I didn't get to see Tom Petty again before he fucking died. Yeah. How do you feel about it? How did I feel about Tom Petty dying? Um, just about them. Uh, replacing him i feel i do feel weird about him being replaced just so they can keep making more money though well i don't know if they're going to be playing tom petty hits or maybe i mean but even so go ahead i say go on ahead you know make 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 your make your retirement fund go ahead do uh, do it brothers and i'm sure that tom petty would have condoned it as well because it's like did you watch the three-hour tom petty documentary no 
I did. And uh, it was, I mean, it wasn't of my choice, but I do love Tom Petty. It was just a lot of like, oh, look, the guitar. It's like, yes, I know you like the guitar. But I think that he would have, because he would have just played until he died. Yeah. What she, I guess, did. Yeah. I don't think he <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean for that to happen as fast yeah. as it no. thought. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he would uh, care at all because, in, and that's the other thing, is that if uh, people are pissed off about it, they don't got to buy tickets for it. Exactly, and also most of the heartbreakers are people that he's been, wor- like he had worked with his entire life, too. Yeah. And I think that they wouldn't do anything that would be against what his wishes would be. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll see it. Have you guys ever heard the DJ Earworm mashup of... Free Fallen with the Beyonce song, If I Were a Boy. I never have. It is a romp. I highly recommend it. Mm. Is it? I'll I give love it, it. I'll give it a romp, Trump. Yeah, DJ Worm like takes, he's like a very, very good mashup artist, and uh, and If I Were a Boy and Free Fallen have the same chord structure, and it's ah. really satisfying as a Beyonce fan. Uh, wait, is, is Tom Petty also sampled in it? I don't understand mm-hmm. yeah, how these yeah, things it's like, work. It's called If I Were a Free Fallen Boy, and it's just Ooh. like it's like her singing over his guitar playing, basically, and him singing also. It really works. Well, I'm definitely on board because, as we all know, Beyonce is being tried as a witch right now, but that's a whole other story. Drummer thinks she's a witch, but, I, you know, she's just a strong woman. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Don't fuck with us, bitches. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening today. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us um, and uh, going on my Brain's Wild Ride. And, you know, give me some lasagna. Gonna go kick OD off of a table. And that's how you turn a Monday upside down. Thank you again for joining us. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. I'm Molly Neffel. I'm MJKLCat. Marcus Parks for everything. And if you would love to, please mosey on over to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash page7podcast. And we had a great time watching Cruel Intentions last week. But also we're coming up on some ooky, spooky Halloween dookies for you very <laughs> soon. And we are going to be watching them. And we are going to be drinking through this October, guys. Because everybody is stressed. The holidays are coming. But everyone is smiling. And I love a rain smile. See you next week. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.